say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We are interested in everything and experts in nothing. We enjoy learning, but get it wrong sometimes. We mean no disrespect, and if we mess up, kindly correct us. Let's take this ride together, unless your intention is to cause harm or distress, in which case, with utmost haste, fuck right off. I don't look excited. <laughs> You're right. Um, okay, so yeah, this is this episode is in fact the last lead up episode before the finally the big topic that I've been working on. I wonder if I'll guess it finally because I've been guessing wrong this whole time. I don't know that you will. Okay, um, that's fair. I mean you're welcome to keep trying, but yeah. Anyway, so I'm not excited about it. It's admittedly not my best work, and it's <laughs> intentionally, though, not okay. my best work, because, it to be sucks. completely honest with you, I'm terrified. Oh, okay. I am terrified of algorithms. I don't want to get lost on that side of the internet. Oh, shit. For so, real. I'm going to start by reading you a book description okay. from an Amazon page. Was this written by a reader or a publisher? Because sometimes these get amazing. Ready? Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> so, long ago. Oh, I'm already in. I'm already in. The Galactic Federation sent the Atlans, a fierce group of humans from the Pleiades, to Earth to confront the newest colony of the combative, ever-spreading alien race known as the Reptilians. And now I'm out. What the fuck? <laughs> the ensuing battle sank the continent of Lemuria and Atlantis. drove... The reptilians underground beneath the Indian subcontinent, as well as to Antarctica. What? Why would reptiles go to Antarctica? It's freezing there. <laughs> reptiles need temperature regulation. That's why they sun themselves. And if you oh. don't get a heat lamp, they die. Able to shapeshift to appear human. No, 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 no. The reptilians then infiltrated the Atlantean civilization, abducting humans and creating reptilian hybrids. Wait a minute, I thought Atlantis sunk because of their stupid fucking war. <laughs> I'm already having problems with this, and this is just a description. I don't like this at all. Uh, so. Is the connecting, like, is the big theory Atlantis? No, but I should do Atlantis. Yeah, Atlantis. I really should do Atlantis. Go on, go on. Okay. As Len Caston shows, this technique of infiltration and hybridization prior to an all-out attack has been the hallmark of reptilian conquest throughout the galaxy. The, the galaxy. The galaxy. But wait a minute. I thought the reptilian people were already here and it was those Atlan people that came. How the, Did they steal their spaceships? Bitches! <laughs> Look, I cannot offer you 
any clarification. All right, continue. We will just be lost together. Okay, continue. Okay. Chronicling the history of the reptilian empire's influence on Earth and their conquest of 21 star systems. I'm sorry, what? I'm yeah. sorry, chronicling? You were there? Must have been. Oh, fuck off. Kasten reveals how the human race is enmeshed in a skillfully concealed plot to enslave humanity and exploit our planet's physical and biological resources. Then why don't we have heat lamps installed in every building everywhere and why do not we pr primarily ingest insects and other shit? Look, I would say that maybe climate change is on purpose, but that makes it colder too. Look. <laughs> anyway, so revealing Hitler's pact with extraterrestrials oh, no. and oh, the reptilian no. influence on the Nazi state. I mean, that he, guy was a snake, but that's not what they mean. Different kind of snake, man. <laughs> he shares new documents that disclose the rescue and rehabilitation of Nazi war criminals to assist in the Cold War, which then corrupted many U.S. government institutions. Oh, yeah, right. That's what corrupted the government institutions. <laughs> right, because it was fucking... fine before that. It was that. totally legit beforehand. Yeah. A nation of white men who owned slaves. Yeah, that's totally legit. Totally and legit. Up and up. Yeah. Focusing on crucial events in the decades after World War II, he examines the reptilians' human allies, the Illuminati. Oh, God. Who control the levers of financial, technological, <laughs> and military power throughout the world through various secret societies. <laughs> okay. He shows how Eisenhower's treaty with the Greys, signed at Holloman Air Force Base in 1954, no! gave the aliens permission to take humans up to their spaceships ostensibly for genetic study. Can you explain the cows then? He did not say cows. He said people. Why are you turning cows inside out? You fuckers. In return for alien technology and how these abductions led to the creation of a hybrid race under reptilian mind control. Oh my god. He explains how Kennedy was assassinated by the CIA because of his plans to root out this Nazi reptilian presence. Oh my god, Nazi reptiles. How is that not a movie yet? <laughs> Please, someone, make that a movie. We had Velocipaster. Now I want Nazi reptiles. Nazi reptiles, yep. Go for it. Contrasting the reptilians with the benevolent Ebens, the aliens from Zeta Reticuli who crashed at Roswell. I'm sorry, Reticuli isn't... That's a muscle, isn't it? I don't know. Okay, anyway, go on. <laughs> Kasten exposes the stealthy tactics of the reptilians, their relationship with the greys, and their advanced genetic biotechnology and teleportation abilities, as well as what we need to do to defeat their plans. I'm gonna guess make it really cold and stop selling <laughs> crickets in bulk and mice. Oh, God. So, yeah, that all sounds super x file right down to the two different factions at war, by the way. Uh. Um, but I the, mean, I think even the X-Files would be like, no, I'm sorry. That's still too far for even us. Yeah, the problem is this is written as a non-fiction book. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is, um, he, an, is he an alien? <laughs> Did they clarify if he was an alien? I mean, not to my knowledge. <laughs> um, so the book is by Len Caston, which doesn't sound like a real name to me. But whatever. No, I really don't think that's a real name because um, no conspiracy theorist is putting their actual name on shit. Yeah. Um... And it's called Alien World Order, the reptilian plan to divide and conquer the human race. 
really think reptilians are just planning to find a warm rock. Um, yeah, so in short, what the fuck, man? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> that is a fever dream fueled by too much cold medicine. Yeah. So first things first, <laughs> um, I was admittedly scared to delve too deeply no, into you this. don't want that shit on your Google history. No, algorithms are bitches, and I don't want to get lost on that side of the internet. No, open it's scary over there. In incognito. I did. I did go to incognito okay. mode. <laughs> but would you like to buy tinfoil hats? No, please don't <laughs> stop it. Um, also, I think for obvious reasons, um reputable sources on this topic basically an oxymoron yeah okay like I, okay you tell me what a reputable source would be uh not any of these people <sighs> yeah so with this those disclaimers out of the way this is what i did find oh god yeah do you know the reputable sources would just be like laughter in written form well actually i do have this book um by michael barkin a culture of conspiracy, apocalyptic visions in contemporary America. Yeah, but see, um, we've always been, we as a species have always been obsessed with the end of the world. That ain't new. It's not new. But this book actually, in terms of reputable sources, this one I think does qualify. Um, it's like 300 pages long and the last 60 of those are, just are notes and references. Okay. So the, yeah, he, he gets he gets that. But um, <laughs> this guy's notes and references page is just a, a mirror. Uh, you mean, um, what's his face? Len? Len yeah. Caston? Yeah, Len yeah. Caston. Well, no, actually, he didn't reference other people, but we'll get to that. The guy we'll get named to the people. Earl down the street who doesn't believe in <sighs> banks and has sandbags for a home? Yeah. Okay, go on. So the first known reference to these reptilian creatures Seems to be oh here we go in fiction. Yes, I absolutely <laughs> okay. I absolutely agree with you right now. That's fiction. And yeah. now I'm done. Um, a pulp fiction writer named Robert E. Howard described serpent men with the ability to shapeshift at will in a fantasy piece called The Shadow Kingdom in 1929. Oh damn! You may be familiar with some of his other work. Because he was the creator of Conan the Barbarian. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, so, so Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to save us from... <laughs> yeah. Uh, brief aside, but possibly related, and I'll come back to it. Howard was only 30 years old when he died in 1936. Because the lizard man died. No, no. He analyzed himself. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. But he was no, only 30. They wanted you to believe that. Maybe. Because maybe. the CIA do that. When you are, when you know the truth, when you know the the, <laughs> the the knowledge, they will take you out. You are being way too tinfoily. You're good at that. I know. It's scary. It is. Um, I should probably stop. For <laughs> fear that this will be used against me in a uh, <sighs> conservatorship for yeah, my children. There's that. Now my children like me. Anyway, go um, on. So in the 1940s, okay, a man named Maurice Doriel. Or okay. Doreal, Doreal, something, something like that. Okay. Uh, began to write about reptilian humanoids or the serpent race, which had scaled bodies, were humanoid, but had snake heads. Okay. In his writings, he asserted that they were real and supported by historical documents. 
What historical documents? Well, one such document was the Emerald Tablets, which he claimed were written by Thoth, who was a ruler of Atlantis. I thought he was an Egyptian god. Well, Doriel complained. Complained? No. <laughs> no. Doriel claimed that I bet the... he complained a lot, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, he claimed. Yes. Doriel claimed that he had gotten the tablets in 1925 when visiting the Great Pyramids of Egypt uh -huh. and subsequently translated them. Oh, he did it all on his own. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's the one. That, yeah, I'm going to believe uh -huh. that white-ass dude uh -huh. who probably got a serious fucking sunburn in, in Egypt. Ugh, no, no, I say bullshit! Allegedly, Thoth had written them 36,000 years earlier when Atlantis had a colony in what later became Egypt. All right. Became. Okay. I said became. Mm -hmm. No, well, yeah. it's fine. None yeah. of this makes any sense. So any, oh. anything we say, just go with it. Oh, oh, oh. Here oh, no. we go. Oh, God. Oh, God. So now back to the death of Howard, because I'm going back to right. that. Um, Howard and Doriel both had published works in Amazing Stories, which was a science fiction magazine at the time. Okay. I personally find it suspicious that Doriel began writing about this race of creatures as they were like like they were real, like coinciding only after Howard died. Right. Yeah. Um, Copyright so, bitches. Yeah, it seems to me like he decided to steal his work when yeah, he wasn't absolutely. around to argue anymore. Right. But what a dick. What do I know? Anyway, so Doriel, dick. It's, I cannot prove that. I can. This can is me. You? No, no, not at all. <laughs> But if they can make outrageous claims about fucking snake people, I can say you fucking stole that shit from the dude who is no longer alive so he couldn't say, hey, you stole my shit. It feels that way. Yeah. To me. It's awfully convenient. But anyway, um, Doriel published works regarding the reptilian race until he died in 1963. All right. So, another big name involved in these conspiracy theories is David... Ick. <laughs> I don't care how his name is pronounced. I'm keeping it. It could be Icky. It's <laughs> I-C-K-E. You tell me. <laughs> um, Yeah, laugh about that for a second. Go ahead. It's fine. It's funny. It's funny. Need, dude, change your fucking name. Come on. You're talking about so, lizard people. Change your name. No one's going to believe you. Icky. Maybe it's Ike. Might be Ike. Anyway. I say Icky. David however you want to say his last name, Icky. is an Englishman. And while he was a football player, a.k.a. soccer, for those of us who know the sport by that name, yes, um, he's really best known as a conspiracy theorist. Because he got his head knocked around too many fucking times on the pitch. I don't know. Um, so he's published numerous books and believes that the universe consists of vibrational energy. Oh, God, not here we go again. And right. infinite dimensions sharing the same space, which okay, we did talk we about. We did talk about the the dimensions. Maybe he knows about Shazam. Maybe he does. Damn it! Um, I'm sorry, I doubted you, Ike, Icky, whatever the fuck your name is. He claims an interdimensional race of reptilian beings, the Archons or Anuke. Anu Anuke? No, uh -huh. no, or. Anunnaki. Anunnaki. Oh, Anunnaki. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember? Because that was in the mummy. The Christmas mummy lady. 
She talked about the Anunnaki. Really? Yes, she did. Okay. Anunnaki. Yeah. Um, have hijacked the Earth and a genetically modified human archon hybrid race of shape-shifting reptilians, a.k.a. the Babylonian Brotherhood, Illuminati, or Elite. Manipulate events to keep humans in fear so that the archons can feed off the resulting negative energy. Well, I am damn positive that Shazam exists, so suck it, Icky. <laughs> um, also, that all came directly off Wikipedia. I don't know who to credit there. Um, Icky. But, yes, and I acknowledge the flaw also in Wikipedia as know, a serious research source. But again, it's hard to get good ones it's in all hard of to this. Get good ones, yeah. And it does have several citations. There's at it least does. three in there. So I choose to accept it in this case for the sake of my algorithm. We are not doing a dissertation where our <laughs> doctorate is on the line. Definitely not. Um, so yeah, there it is. Anyway, also from Wikipedia, Icky is a critic of the scientific method, describing it as bollocks in 2013. Dude's still alive? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. When asked by the Sunday Times to explain the existence of television, he said, it's not that all science is bollocks, but rather the basis of the way science judges reality is bollocks. He also thinks climate change is a hoax. Shocking. Yeah, somehow that just makes sense. Like, I feel like that checks out based <laughs> on who he seems to be as who a he human. Seems to be... No, he absolutely believes in systemic racism and climate change. It's a little weird. He just really goes off on those lizard people. <laughs> right? Um, he also has his own website. Of course he does. Which is davidicky.com. <laughs> no shock there. I don't personally recommend you visit it. I was afraid to click it. But, you know, it exists. So, Besides, at your own it's risk. it's not .uk. It's .com. All right, well. <sighs> so, there is another sort of anonymous writer involved in all this. Known as Branton. Okay. Um, it's accepted that Branton is a pseudonym. Okay. Um, and there is some speculation of who's behind it. However. Banksy. <laughs> what is known by his own admission is that he is a former Mormon living in Salt Lake City, who, as of 2013, when Michael Barton's book was written, was in his 30s. Okay. So, all the information I have on Branton comes from that book. Okay. Um, but... According to the book, Branton has said that he is an abductee and has intuitive memories in the form of dreams okay. of non-human species and government alien interactions, Okay. direct quote now, including treaties between the government and aliens, underground colonies of both humans and non-humans, and of course, reptilians. What humans are living underground and what are the non-humans? Look, that's part of it. <laughs> Some people think that they fled underground to stay warm. And that's where they are. Okay, Look. but it's still hot up here. It's not the fucking Matrix. Look. I can't make it make sense. I just cannot. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Also, there's so many different variations on it. I can't even make it coherent. What are the other non-humans? If, like, there's lizard people, what are the other Well, there was the other type of alien, but at the same time, they're supposedly at war with the reptilians, so I don't know. Maybe they're The pacifists. hybrids, maybe? Maybe, maybe the hybrids are the non-humans. You got the humans that, and the reptilians, man. but in that case, why does it call them hybrids? I don't, I don't know. know. Look, I don't have answers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so yes. Um, that's just three of the names involved. I'm uh -huh. not going to go through all of them. No. That would be crazy. It would take all that, day. That would be crazy. Um, <laughs> that part would be That would unhinged. be crazy. Um, the rest of this, totally spot on. Yeah. But the conspiracy has taken on a disturbing amount of traction. Yeah, I know. So a poll done by The Atlantic in 2013. The Atlantic. They're part of Atlantis. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't even put that together. You might be onto something. Um, but the poll done by The Atlantic in 2013 found that 12 million Americans believe lizard people run our country. Oh, dear God. Which just seems utterly unfathomable to me. Oh, dear um, God. So I, I, I looked it up. I looked it up. In 2013, the population of the U.S., supposedly, was 316.1 million, which seems really low to me, but that's maybe that's right. I don't know. I don't know. If that's right, that would be 3.8% of the population believe this. And they're all on reality TV. Oh, Lord. It's just frightening to me. Yeah. Um, it's even more frightening to me when you consider that this poll was done before that book we started with. <laughs> that was written in 2017. Oh, no. They <sighs> added. Yeah. Uh, also, the reviews of that book are disturbing. <laughs> Is it like the reviews of the banana slicer where they're not serious? I don't think so. Like, I think they mean it. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. First of all, it has 4.5 star or 4.5 stars out of 5. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, and here we go. I'll just read real One. quick. I'm just going to read a couple of these. You know, they, they have like the big bold yes. description. Like that's yes. the start of yes. the review. Yeah. Um, everything we have been told by those in power is lies. That actually might be accurate, but not in this. Not instance. in this context. <laughs> um, Kasten brings it all together. No, no, he does not. Um, Cohesive description of how Earth's known history ties into the greater galactic picture. I'm pretty sure the only cohesive is the binding of the physical book. The schools should be teaching this no, book. No, 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 <laughs> Not unless it's a creative writing class on how to be fucked up. Yeah. So th this, this is what I mean when it's I evolving. say that they're disturbing. This is, no. Um, yeah, anyway, so in short... Mm. The conspiracy says that there has been an intergalactic, possibly interdimensional war raging on for millennia, and Orth is... Orth? Orth. What the fuck? <gasps> it's not even Earth anymore. In this dimension, it's now Orth. It's Orth. Okay. Waging on for millennia, and Earth is one of the battlegrounds. And yet, every government throughout history has been involved in the cover-up because the shape-shifting reptilians have seized control and made sure to erase the evidence and discredit those who know the truth. Yes, we're talking about truthers again. Yep. So, I could say more and I could research more, but please don't. Ultimately, I was already <laughs> very scared that incognito was not enough. No. Um, and I don't want to be marooned over there. No, so, no, no. That is good enough. Do you enough. think that how some of them start? Like they start researching it just to get into like the whole like as a satire. And then they just get pulled further and further down as their synapses are slowly being pulled apart and repaired know. with like old <sighs> bubble gum and LSD from the 60s. <laughs> like the brown one they warned about at Woodstock. 
Oh, Lord. I don't know. I feel like but... a lot of contaminated groundwater is responsible for this. Look, I feel like <laughs> my fear in digging in is justified. Yes, it is. Um, but I had to go there so that I can finally tell the big story. Oh my god, I finally. can't wait for this damn big story. Yeah. Is so... it the assassination of Kennedy? No, but just to recap, we had the episode about Oregon. Yes, the box, the spank bank. Yeah, what was that one called? What do we call that one? Uh... We're going to have to look it the up. The Easy Spank Oven! It was not the Easy Spank Oven because we thought of that too late. <laughs> Dang it. All right. It was... Oh, Sex Pole Man! Sex Pole Man! Sex Pole Man. So we had that episode. We had prophetic fact-checking. Fact Bible Code? That, that was that one. Oh, yep. Okay. That was the Bible Code. And Shazam. Shazam. And now this one are all leading up to the big story that I'm finally going to be able to attempt to tell, even though it's still complicated, but at least <laughs> we have a good backstory now. Okay. We have some, we have some foundation that is made of silly string and <laughs> whatever yeah. the insulation just... is that causes cancer. Asbestos. Yeah. That's what it is. Asbestos, Asbestos. and silly string. That, that's, the, that's the foundation upon which we build the next episode. Yeah. So yes, sex pole man. The Wilhelm Reich yeah. and his crazy contraptions. Oven. Yeah. Uh, the Bible Code. Yes. Mandela Effect. Uh-huh. And Reptilians. This, this, is a, this is all we need to know. This is a Jeopardy question on how to get diagnosed <laughs> and admitted to a mental institution. No, Nellie Bly was not part of this. Okay, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Okay. So that's that. That's all I got this week. Oh, God. So if you enjoyed the podcast, please, please give run. us a like. Please run. No, at don't point, run. At this point. Do this not run. <laughs> don't run. Tell your friends. Bring an army. Tell your friends that we need help <laughs> fighting against the lizard people. Don't. Don't do that. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. Continue. I'm continuing. Okay. No, if you enjoyed the podcast, the correct answer is to give us a like, share, subscribe <laughs> on any platform. Never listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Our Trivial Obsessions. You don't have to go incognito for it. I promise. Don't. Yeah. Uh, we are on Twitter at Our Trivial Pod. We have a website, www.OurTrivialObsessions.com. That's where you're going to find our episode extras and references. Um, you can email us at randomqueensobsessed at gmail.com random because we are queens because we are obsessed because, because we, we do. do email us there with anything you want to add to the conversation or any top request for a future episode and with that we're going to call it a week so we will see you next week bye bye
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.